0: Psalm chapters fifty four and fifty five. Psalm chapter fifty four, verse one. To the Overseer with Stringed Instruments. This song is written for the director of music, but it specifies that it should be played and sung with string instruments. Stringed instruments make a song sound sometimes sad, sometimes romantic, and sometimes mysterious. And this song is going to recount a time when David was running from Saul. There is mystery in that and intrigue because David was running for his life from a wicked king. And it was also romantic because it was an adventure when David was running from Saul. And romance is the same thing as adventure. And it's also sad that David had to run from Saul. So it's very appropriate that this song would be played with stringed instruments. And instruction, meaning that this song will teach us something by David. David wrote this. In the coming in of the Ziphim, and they say to Saul, Is not David hiding himself with us? O God, by thy name, save me, and by thy might, judge me. This song is about an incident that took place in First Samuel that we had read about. The men of the town of Ziph had tattled on David and told King Saul that David was in their midst, hiding from Saul. David was hiding because he didn't want to kill Saul. He was hiding for Saul's benefit as much as for his own. He could have easily killed Saul on more than one occasion, but he chose not to. They were all on a mountain, and the men from the town of Ziph told Saul, Hey, David's on this mountain with us. So David just kept moving around the mountain. As Saul moved, looking for him, David would just make sure that he was on the opposite side. And that was how he avoided Saul in this case. And David called on the Lord for help. Two, O God, hear my prayer, give ear to the sayings of thy mouth. David wasn't a coward, he wasn't afraid to fight, he just didn't want to kill an anointed king, because he believed that that was evil, and that's why he didn't want to fight Saul. So he asked the Lord to protect him from Saul instead. 3. For strangers have risen up against me, and terrible ones have sought my soul. They have not set God before them, Selah. The tattlers of Ziph, did not look to the Lord to obey him. If they had been looking to the Lord, the Holy Spirit would have told them to keep their mouths shut. But they were instruments of Satan, so they tattled on David. For Lo, God is a helper to me. The Lord is with those supporting my soul. David did have a band of men who were loyal to him and were creating a very small army that followed him around and helped him fight his battles. The Lord gave him this small band of men. 5. Turn back doth the evil thing to mine enemies. In thy truth cut them off. David says to the Lord, whoever comes against me, will you please come against them and make what they intend for me happen to them instead. Now you and I can pray this about the demons. The demons would love for us to die early and have diseases, lose faith, and all these kinds of terrible things. What they love most is when we sin, because if we don't repent, we will lose our salvation. But we can pray against the demons and say, Lord, cast these demons out of my life. I don't want to hear their voices anymore. I don't want them messing with me anymore. Turn unto them the evil that they intended for me. Send them to hell with punishment, but save my life. Six, with a free will offering I sacrifice to thee. I thank thy name, O Jehovah, for it is good. David gave a free will sacrifice, which is like an optional sacrifice that you would give to thank the Lord for whatever he's done. And David thanked the Lord for his deliverance. Seven, for from all adversity he delivered me, and on mine enemies hath mine eye looked. David says, he has seen men fall in battle because they came against him, and he has looked on their dead bodies because of the Lord's deliverance. And you and I will see demons fall and scatter before us because Jesus is alive in our lives. And that concludes Psalm chapter 54. Psalm chapter 55 verse 1. To the overseer with stringed instruments. This song is meant to be played and sung with stringed instruments, and it's written for the director, and instruction by David. This is another song that teaches us something, and it's written by King David. Songs should teach us something. We always need to learn about the Lord and how to live for Him. Give ear, O God, to my prayer, and hide not from my supplication. He's saying to the Lord, Listen to what I say. Pay attention to my prayer. This song is going to be about the oppression of the wicked against the righteous. This is an instruction on how to deal with it. We take it to the Lord and plead our cause to the Lord and ask for deliverance. We don't have to just put up with stuff. When I was young, I didn't realize I could ask the Lord for deliverance. Now I can boldly ask him for deliverance anytime I want from anything. I can trust in him to take care of me. But when I was young, I thought I had to go through things all by myself, which we don't have to do. Two, attend to me and answer me. I mourn in my meditation and make a noise. He says, I'm moaning and groaning and crying out to you. Now his meditation is not new age meditation where you go into yourself and the demons speak to you and tell you how great you are. Meditation in the Bible is when we concentrate and think about the Word of God. Anytime you're in deep thought on a Bible verse, that is the proper meditation. Or whenever you're in deep thought about the Lord himself and the mysteries of the Lord, why he loves you, why he would send his son to die for you, that is meditation as well. 3. Because of the voice of an enemy, because of the oppression of the wicked, For they cause sorrow to move against me, and in anger they hate me. King David says, I've got a lot of haters, there's so many people who want to destroy my life. For my heart is pained within me, and terrors of death have fallen on me. David, like most of us, didn't feel happy or comfortable when people were angry with him and hated him and wanted to come after him. And he dealt with haters throughout his entire career. 4 My heart is pained within me, and terrors of death have fallen on me. He feels that his life will come to an end if he does not get help from the Lord. 5 Fear and trembling come in unto me, and horror doth cover me. It can be horrifying to endure the wrath of human beings, because people can be really nasty to us sometimes, but we are only supposed to fear the wrath of God. But if we talk to God about our fear and ask him to change us, and take those strongholds away that would make us afraid of people, he will deliver. 6. And I say, Who doth give to me opinion as a dove? I fly away and rest. 7. Lo! I move far off, I lodge in the wilderness, Selah. Opinion is the tip of a bird's wing. David is saying, I would like to fly away into the wilderness on a bird's wing and just get away from it all. I don't want to be near people because they're so malicious toward me. 8. I hasten escape for myself from a rushing wind, from a whirlwind. He even wishes that maybe a tornado would distract his enemies. 9. Swallow up, O Lord, divide their tongue, for I saw violence and strife in a city. 10 By day and by night they go round it. On its walls both iniquity and perverseness are in its midst. This song most likely is about when David was running from his own son Absalom. Absalom was trying to usurp the throne and take it over. So there was a rebellion because some of the people and some of the soldiers were siding with Absalom instead of King David. What he's talking about is the wickedness in the city is the rebellion against their own rightful king, who is David. And they're on the walls because they're searching out who they could kill. There's intrigues, plotting, murders going on because it's like war in Jerusalem. The correct king, David, being opposed. And that's what would happen when you have the coup going on, where they're trying to topple the government or take a leader out. 11. Mischiefs are in its midst, fraud and deceit depart not from its street against King David. 12. For an enemy reproacheth me not, or I bear it. He who is hating me hath not magnified himself against me, or I hide from him. David says, If it were somebody who I knew was my open enemy, Then I could bear him attacking me, because you expect enemies to attack you. But as the beginning of the song was saying, he felt sick at heart because people were displeased with him. Now we're learning that it's because one of his friends was displeased with him. That's why he couldn't bear it. This wrath was coming from a friend, and not an enemy. 13 But thou, a man, as mine equal, my familiar friend and mine acquaintance. 14. When together we sweetened counsel, into the house of God we walked in company. David says, you were my friend, and we gave each other advice, we ate together, we went to the temple together, and worshipped the Lord together, and you are attacking me. This is why David is so torn up. He expects this kind of behavior from an enemy, but he didn't expect it from his friend. It's very likely that In this song, David is talking about Ahithophel, who committed treason against King David when he sided with Absalom and tried to help Absalom take the kingdom by force. Ahithophel had been David's close friend and trusted warrior, but then he went to Absalom's side. Fifteen desolations are upon them. They go down to Sheol, alive, for wickedness is in their dwelling, in their midst. David says, those men who are trying to overthrow my kingdom will go to the grave. They will die. 16. I, to God I call, and Jehovah saveth me. He knows that the Lord will deliver him, because the Lord always has. 17. Evening and morning and noon I meditate and make a noise, and he heareth my cry. Meditation isn't this new age thing where you're really quiet, you go into yourself, and you try to be one with the universe. The meditation that King David did was contemplating and focusing on the word of God, and focusing on God himself, and even crying out to the Lord. And that is what he was doing all day long when his son Absalom came against him. He didn't want to kill Absalom just like he hadn't wanted to kill Saul when Saul came against him. He loved Absalom, but the wicked doers who were encouraging Absalom along Those men David didn't have any tolerance for. And Ahithophel became one of those men. 18. He hath ransomed in peace my soul from him who is near me, for with the multitude they were with me. The Lord has ransomed him from the evildoers who were trying to attack him, and there were many against him. And that's because Absalom spent months and months at the city gate schmoozing, basically bribing people into being his friend. And he spent a very long time doing that. So that was why when Absalom led this rebellion, many men sided with him. He had basically bought their friendship. 19. God doth hear and afflict them, and he sitteth of old, Selah, because they have no changes and fear not God. David says that the Lord has heard of their evil deeds, and he is now attacking them. And this is what happened. The Lord did attack Absalom's men, and ultimately David kept the kingdom and was saved. Because those men didn't fear the Lord. 20. He hath sent forth his hands against his well-wishers. He hath polluted his covenant. Ahithophel came against the hand that fed him, which was King David. He made evil his relationship with David, even though David had always protected him. Ahithophel broke his covenant with David. 21 Sweeter than honey hath been his mouth, and his heart is war, softer have been his words than oil, and they are drawn swords. This is a metaphor, saying that Ahithophel spoke nicely to David to his face, but behind his back he was making war against David. His actions were like soft oil openly in front of David, but behind the scenes he was drawing a sword against David. 22 Cast on Jehovah that which he hath given thee, and he doth sustain thee, he doth not suffer forever the moving of the righteous. Whatever burden you carry, give it to the Lord, and he will take care of you. If you are a righteous person, he will not permit you to suffer forever. At some point he will deliver you. 23. And thou, O God, dost bring them down to a pit of destruction, men of blood and deceit, reach not to half their days. And I, I do trust thee. David says that evil men will go to hell. He didn't want Absalom to die, and he specifically told his own men do not kill Absalom. He wanted Absalom to live long enough to repent. He didn't want Absalom destroyed before he would have a chance to win Absalom over again. But sadly, Absalom was killed by somebody who didn't obey David's commands. So when David prayed this prayer, he wanted the evildoers around Absalom who were inciting him, he wanted them to die so that the rebellion would be snuffed out, but he still wanted his son's life saved. And that concludes Psalm chapter 55.